I Could Murder a Cocktail, episode 10, special episode, Death Row Meals. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 10 of I Could Murder a Cocktail, and this week it's a bit of a special episode. We're going to focus on death row meals today, and also what we would choose as our death row meal, once I get found guilty of the murders I've committed. I um, was going to say, I'm sure this isn't hard for you, because haven't you already had to decide? <laughs> Well, I'd have to decide and then move to America and fight my own extradition, but it's something I'm willing to try. <laughs> I'll give it a go. <laughs> I've just got to kill in Texas. Um, so what we've all decided to do today, rather than one cocktail, is to make our perfect death row cocktail. So Molly, what are you drinking today? I am drinking... A drink. I don't know if you can technically call it a cocktail, but I heard about it a couple of weeks ago and I'm obsessed with it. So it's tequila, fresh lime, lime cordial, and tonic. Nice. Ellie? Hi. Uh, I'm drinking a frozen blueberry margarita because why not? It's delicious, We're by on the way. Death row. Why not? <laughs> And I am drinking an espresso martini in a mug because I'm on death row. I'm going to drink as much as I like. I'm not going to have those little martini portions, you know? Exactly. We can't <laughs> refill all the time. So Molly has got, I think, the bulk of stuff. Oh, we'll try the stuff first. Oh, I'm talking as if I haven't had, like, mm-hmm. one every single day. Oh, it's so delicious. As if deciding on your cocktail, you were going to choose a Bloody Mary again because you hate it. Oh. Imagine. I'm surprised you didn't, Ellie. <laughs> you. But like... the meal that I this one would actually go better with it because the Bloody Mary is like a brunch drink, isn't it? And I was like, I'm not going to have fucking eggs for my last meal. Wow, judgy. So okay. <laughs> well, I would have picked a Bloody Mary for my last drink just because I'd be like, yeah, I deserve it. I deserve this punishment. <laughs> I'd have picked it because the Bloody Mary would kill me before the <laughs> It would make death sentence seem okay. <laughs> I'd be like, please, I'll have the injection now. Don't make me finish it. It's oh <laughs> the good mood we get in when we drink drinks we like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I've done is I've picked quite a few... Um, death row inmates, some because they're iconic criminals and some because of their meal choice rather than their crime. I think you're going to enjoy it and I think it's going to be like a nice little light-hearted change. So I just sent you a little bit about last meals, anyway, death row meals. So a condemned prisoner's last meal is a customary ritual that precedes execution. In many countries, the prisoners may, within reason, select what meal it may be. So in some countries, they don't even get to decide. In the United States, most states give the meal a day or two before the execution and use the euphemism special meal, because last meal (laughs) sounds sad. (laughs) Special meal! Are you ready for your special meal? Like, you'd be like, (laughs) So... No, thank you. McDonald's in death row don't do happy meals. <laughs> they do special meals. <laughs> Alcohol or tobacco are usually denied, but not always. 
unorthodox or unavailable requests are replaced with substitutes. When I read that, it made me laugh because it sounds like when Tesco's are like, oh, your raspberries were like unavailable. So we gave you Radox raspberry shower gel and you're like, cheers, Tesco. It feels like that. Oh, I might have told you both this story before. My dad's mate, um, his son is lactose intolerant and his wife's a vegetarian and they replaced all her corn with sausages and burgers and stuff and replaced all the dairy-free milk with normal milk. Some states place tight restrictions. So in Florida, the food must be purchased locally and is limited to $40. In Oklahoma, it's limited to $15, which is like nothing really, is it? In Louisiana, the prison warden traditionally joins the prisoner for their last meal funny but i couldn't find out whether the warden gets to pick his own meal or if he has to eat what the prisoner chose and i hope it's that he has to eat whatever the prisoner chose but i don't think it is because if i was a prisoner i'd make it like a fucking bush tucker trial (laughs) (laughs) i don't care that i'm going but i'm like right so we're gonna eat the sausage raw and actually we've got some uh, nice uncooked chicken here as well so if we both give that a try well Maybe that did happen because on one occasion the warden actually paid for an inmate's lobster dinner. So maybe he just wasn't fancy and what the inmate chose was like, let's have lobster! (laughs) Sometimes prisoners choose to share their last meal with an inmate, which they can do, um, or they can also decide um, to have the meal distributed among other inmates. There's really not a lot of rules on what is and isn't allowed because, I mean, every state has different rules. Um, in September 2011, the state of Texas abolished all special last meal requests after prisoner Lawrence Russell Brewer requested a huge last meal and didn't eat any of it, saying that he wasn't hungry. Which is like... How can you decide? Uh, you give last meals to actual serial killers and murderers and decide that being petty is the crime that is going to stop them having a last meal. <laughs> I know you killed all those women, but this joke is the last straw. It's actually believed that the customised last meal was established in Texas in around 1924. So let's go on to a few of the criminals. John Wayne Gacy. We all know John Wayne Gacy, the most horrific, terrifying one. I think that's where my fear of clowns started, to be honest. I think where mine started, yeah. 100%. So he was reasonable, uh, responsible for the kidnapping, rape, torture and murder of at least 33 men and boys, most of whom were buried in the crawl space under his house. He spent... 14 years appealing his death sentence, but the date of his execution finally arrived on May the 10th, 1994, by lethal injection. His last meal was 12 fried shrimp, french fries, a pound of strawberries, diet coke, a bucket of KFC. And Gacy had actually managed three separate KFCs before his arrest, so you'd think he'd be sick of it, but he wasn't. I also like how he decided to opt for the Diet Coke. <laughs> the rest of it wasn't unhealthy enough. And if, if he cared about the calories after what was going to happen. I'm watching my weight. <laughs> I've got to look good for my holiday this summer. 
No, it's my special day. I've got to drop two dress sizes. <laughs> I've already picked the dress. You don't. What is it? You don't alter Vera Wang. <laughs> you alter yourself. <laughs> the next criminal is Ted Bundy. We all know of him. He killed at least 30 women in five separate states, although experts believe that the number is higher. He appealed his death sentence and threatened suicide on a number of occasions prior to his execution, but he was executed on January the 24th, 1989, by electrocution. He wasn't interested in any food and declined a special request. Therefore, the state of Florida provided him with the standard meal, which was a medium rare steak, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast, milk and juice. Evidently, he wasn't lying about being nervous because he just didn't eat any of it, which I feel is really sad. Like, I'd, I'd try. I can't feel that sorry for him. No, yeah. I feel so like <laughs> sad that he didn't even eat a bite of the hash brown. I'm in no way rationalising or feeling sorry. I'm just like, well, now a good breakfast has gone to waste. <laughs> a, a medium rare steak. And I find it weird that that's the standard, mm-hmm. is to have a medium rare steak with hash browns. That sounds like a weird request, not just something the prison would give you automatically. Do you think, though, it's from maybe they've like looked at what other last meal requests kind of were and just sort of compiled the most stuff and they've just sort of like, like, oh, yeah, loads of people ask for steak and loads of people ask for like hash brown. So have them all, have it all together. With toast, milk and juice. It sounds like what you give a kid, isn't it? Yeah. Bill, <laughs> could you want juice? OK, you can have both. Eileen Wuornos. I always say her ne- name really weird, but I don't really know how to say it. I think Wood- that's right. Uh, that's how I say it, yeah. She was a sex worker who was convicted of killing seven men in Florida, although she maintained that the killings were all done in self-defence. Before Wuornos was put to death in 2002 by lethal injection for the first-degree murder of Richard Malaroy, her lo- lone request was a single cup of coffee. It's quite I mean, sad, like, because, you know, you, so you get someone like Ted Bundy who's just like, no, I'm not, I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat it. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's quite sad for it to be. This is your, the last thing that you can, like, properly request that can be yours before somebody kills you. And she's like, no, just coffee for me. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy McVeigh. Did he, have either of you heard of him? Is Timothy no. the bomber? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't heard of him, but he killed 168 people and injured over 680 um, after he bombed a federal building in Oklahoma in 1995. Uh, it's known as the Oklahoma bombing. So he was Netflix documentary about it that you should both watch. The one about post? Did he post it? No, that's the oh. Unabomber, who, it, that's very interesting, you should definitely watch that one. No, um, I can't, it might just be called the Oklahoma Bomber, um, but it's really good. So the, um, the federal building that he targeted, he ended up killing a load of, like, children, um, 
because it hit like a like a daycare or like a kindergarten or something. Oh, wow. He was executed in 2001 by lethal injection. And he asked, this sounds like an Eddie request. I'm not going to be surprised if Eddie goes, that's what I was going to pick. Two pints of milk chop chip ice cream. Mint chop chip ice cream. That's it. Just ice cream. And Ellie, is that your request? No, not now. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like mint chop chip ice cream that much. I like peanut butter ice cream. Okay, but if it was two pints of peanut butter ice cream, would you be like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely an Ellie request. The next person I've got is Marion Albert Pruitt. You don't know. Never no, heard of them. never heard. He confessed to murdering five people during a crime spree in 1981. One of his victims was his common-law wife, Pamela Sue Baker, who was found bludgeoned and burned to death in New Mexico. Pruitt later said that his drug addiction drove him to be, in quotes, a mad dog killer. Prior to his 1999 execution by lethal injection, Pruitt requested Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza, four Burger King Whoppers, French flies, fried eggplant, fried squash, fried okra, a whole pecan pie, and three two-litre bottles of Pepsi. Jesus Christ! Did you hear how oh, like, I know assembled? There was so much fried stuff, I was like... I just, I feel, I hear these things and I want to go, what a legend, then I'm like, ah, murderer. (laughs) It's quite (laughs) difficult. Wait, because they get better, you're going to struggle with that. Oh no. Um, This one, spooky. Victor Fugia, I'm going to say, F-E-G-U-E-R. Fugger was arrested in Montgomery, Alabama for the murder of Dr. Edward Barletts in 1960. Barletts' body was found in a cornfield in Illinois with a single gunshot to the head. Fugger was put to death in Iowa by hanging at the age of 28. He was sentenced to death for kidnapping and for the murder. For his last meal, Fugger requested a single olive with a pit in it. The authorities later found the olive pit in his blazer jacket one olive and he specified for there to be a pit in the olive that's a really weird request be me with a singular gherkin (laughs) (laughs) and then for him to like keep the pit in his jacket yeah yeah it's like that's a very like I mean, the whole thing is weird, but like, yeah, that's a bizarre thing to be like, oh, I'm just going to take this with, like, yeah, did he want to take it with him, like, to the afterlife, if he believed maybe, in it? Maybe he thought that's how you bargained in the afterlife, like in prison, not with cigarettes, with olive pits. <laughs> you don't know. Ricky Ray Rector, which is a catchy name, if it wasn't a serial killer, doesn't it sound like he'd be like a country star? No, he'd be a drag queen. Ricky Ray Rector? Yeah. Rectum. (laughs) Very good. Ricky Rectum Racker. (laughs) Oh, God. 
way? <laughs> Rector was put to death in Arkansas by lethal injection at the age of 42. He was sentenced to death for two counts of murder. For his last meal, he requested steak, fried chicken, cherry Kool-Aid, and a pecan pie. He ate everything but the pecan pie, and he told the guard that he was saving it for later. I read about this. So fucking weird. Isn't it? I'd eat it if I was the guard. Be like, yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you you not having that? <laughs> Is it going spare? I just, my kids really like pecan pies. So I'm just going to... You don't have a thing about germs, do you? Or people taking off your plate? <laughs> Even if you do, doesn't matter anymore. Ellie, this is when you're going to enjoy, specifically you. Okay. I feel like these are all, they're usually at Connor for being a psycho, but this week is your week, Ellie. <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> Ronnie Lee Gardner. Ronnie Lee Gardner was put to death in Utah by a firing squad. Oh, no. One of the only ones I could find like that at the age of 49. He was sentenced to death for burglary, robbery, and two counts of murder. For his last meal, Gardner requested steak, lobster tail, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, but he also requested to eat it all while watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. But he should have asked for it to be the extended version because then he gets nine hours. <laughs> maybe that, his... maybe that was the plan. They were gonna mur- they were gonna kill him eight hours later, and they were like, "Oh shit, no, we can't stop him now." <laughs> it's just you can't. Rude. Yeah, you can't miss the last hour of Return of the King. Like you just can't do it. This one, I really don't know how to say, and it was in Germany. So, Matthias. Oh, Con, how do you say that German letter that looks like a B, but a squibby B? Matthias, can I spell? Can I Maybe. I'm going to go with that one. I feel confident. (laughs) (laughs) Between 14th and the 19th of November, Matthias was placed on trial in Augsburg. He was charged with two murders attempted murder, as well as armed robbery and extortion. Matthias was sentenced to death in 1902 by beheading with a guillotine. His request for his last meal, which is so badass, was six pints of beer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like you said earlier, like you don't want to be like, oh, that's cool because you're a murderer. But like for them to be like, what do you want to eat? And him be like, six pints. Yeah, I like, I like the style. I think that's a good one. I think I, I'd probably ask for something stupid like that to be like, I'm gonna die. Let's get really drunk so that I don't feel it or I'm not paying attention to it. Kind of wander around. Ellie, his head was chopped off. I'm not sure how long he'd feel it for. <laughs> You never know. Have you ever had your head chopped off, Connor? In a past life. I ordered this six pints Connor of beer and it was still fucking painful. <laughs> this was Connor in a past life. <laughs> Bobby Wayne Woods. We've got some good names coming up. Bobby Wayne Woods. 
He was an American convicted murderer, kidnapper, and racist. I was trying to say rapist, but I said racist. I mean, both are bad. And we don't know that he wasn't racist, but he wasn't convicted of that. And <laughs> rapist. <laughs> Sorry. He was actually executed for the murder and the rape. Woods also received a 40-year sentence for abduction, which is like, do we really need to give him a 40-year sentence if you're already going to kill him? Yeah. After he'd been sentenced to death, he was charged with, like, another count of abduction. So it's like, well, I'm just rubbing salt in the wound now. Why wouldn't you be like, oh, well, we sentenced you for this abduction to death? But it's someone who will get 20 consecutive life sentences, and it's like, even if they're only 25 years each, you're not going to serve all of them. Mm-hmm. He was executed on the 3rd of December 2009 by lethal injection. Are you ready for this? I have to take like a sip. Bobby requested two chicken fried steaks, two fried chicken breasts, three fried pork chops, two hamburgers with lettuce, tomato, onion, and salad dressing, four slices of bread a half pound of fried potatoes with onion, a half pound of onion rings with ketchup, half a pound of chocolate cake with icing, and two pitchers of milk. That's a big I hope, I hope he finished it all. I didn't find anything that said that he didn't. But can you? Like the warden stood over him like my nan with a, with a Christmas dinner, like, gotta finish it. We go to the naughty step. <laughs> You wanted all this. You said you wanted this. Eyes bigger than your belly, are they? <laughs> Do you want another life sentence? <laughs> we don't like waste. Condemned killer David Castillo, which was really hard because I was Googling like David Castillo and David Costello. I'm going to stop you there, Castillo. What? Castillo. What do you mean? That's how you say it. It's like Australia. The L is silent. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, um, what's it called? Um, how to get away with murder. Laurel Castillo. I'm not going to say it. We can leave this bit in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He was convicted on July 14th, 1983 for dabbing to death a cashier at a liquor store in Mercedes. He was put to death in 1998 by lethal injection. His last meal was 24 soft shell tacos, six enchiladas, six tostados, two whole onions, five jalapenos, two cheeseburgers, one chocolate shake, one quarter of milk, and one pack of Marlboro bags. I was just telling you how to pronounce his name more Spanish and he had the most Mexican possible stereotype meal you could get <laughs> apart from the two whole onions yeah like yeah just two whole onions mm, I do love a raw onion but you wouldn't eat it like an apple two of them for your last meal would you come making me reconsider my final meal <laughs> just two raw onions come. yeah boy I also like the 
like, mm, can we check on a pack of Marlboros? Just because if I'm having everything else, I'm going to want the Marlboros. <laughs> That's what I was surprised at with Eileen Wernos. Mm. I was like, because I'd have, if I had coffee, like for a final meal, it'd be coffee in a fag, wouldn't it? Mm. Got to be. Yeah. Wouldn't just have the coffee, come on. Because you're not going to worry about the lung cancer. Well, you might, but it would be misplaced worry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the guard's like, that'll take six minutes off your life. <laughs> I hope so. Right, I'm going to get another cocktail because this one went down way too quick. Okie dokie. Right, welcome back to I Could Murder a Cocktail episode 10. Molly's going to go through the last few of our weird murder last meals and then we'll talk about our own. Excited. I also can't wait to hear yours because I'm just going to judge them so hard. Thomas J. Grasso was a 32-year-old male and was a double murderer executed by lethal injection in Oklahoma, on the 20th of March, 1995. He strangled Hilda Johnson, who was an 87-year-old woman using her Christmas tree lights. Oh, God, it's so gross. He then stole $8 from her purse and $4 in loose change and stole the television, which he sold for $125. My God. Yes, we did all this, took a woman's life less than $140. It really frustrates me. I know it shouldn't. I know it shouldn't be the reason that it frustrates me is when people kill and that's what they get out of it. Yeah. Like some people kill for passion. Some people kill because, you know, it's it's there, there and it's ingrained in them. And like yeah. killing for money and that little money that you could get in a day of work really yeah. just, oh, I don't get it. But this is a big boy order. <laughs> so he ordered two dozen steamed mussels, two dozen steamed clams, a double cheeseburger from Burger King, half dozen barbecue spear ribs, two strawberry milkshakes, half a pumpkin pie with whipped cream and diced strawberries. He also had a 16-ounce can of spaghetti and meatballs, which he requested to be served at room temperature. (laughs) After this... That's the most disgusting thing I've heard about him so far. Yeah, (laughs) room temperature. Are you serious? That's gross. Afterwards, he issued a statement complaining that he'd actually requested SpaghettiOs and not spaghetti and meatballs. (laughs) So it's like, you killed this poor, innocent woman. You got mussels, clams, burgers, spear ribs, milkshakes, pies, but you didn't get your SpaghettiOs at room temperature. And that's what you want to complain about. <laughs> <sighs> SpaghettiOs. Like, do you know what that reminds me of? Um, when I went to Reading Festival when I was, like, 17... Um, I was like, I just grabbed a load of stuff to take with me. Um, and I grabbed like a can of like spaghetti hoops. I was like, oh, it'd be really nice when I'm hungover because it was like my go-to hangover food. But I forgot that I didn't have anything to cook it with. 
So I, on like, I don't know, one of the days, woke up incredibly hungover. And for breakfast, I basically drank a can of spaghetti hoops because I didn't have a spoon or a fork or anything. It was one of the low points of my life. I don't even have words. I just want to shake my head. <laughs> just in Ellie. It Why? was. I was 17. Like, it was... You say that as if you were four. You know you don't have a camping stove. You know you don't have a spoon. Don't take SpaghettiOs. Yeah, but you well, you guys didn't know me when I was 17. I was a fucking mess. So, like, that's the leap. That's, like, probably one of the best things I did that weekend. Peter J. Mignel. These names are testing me today. <laughs> He was a professional criminal who was convicted of murdering another man by beating and stabbing him to death. In 2004, he was executed in Texas by lethal injection. His last meal was 20 beef tacos, 20 beef enchiladas, two double cheeseburgers, a pizza with jalapenos, fried chicken, spaghetti with salt, half of a chocolate cake, half of a vanilla cake, Cookies with cream, no, no, sorry, cookies and cream ice cream, caramel pecan fudge ice cream, a small fruit cake, two Cokes, two Pepsis, two root beers, and two glasses of orange juice. Damn. I mean, our silence says it all. You can actually find a photo online of this meal as well. We'll post it on the Insta. We'll find it and post it on the Insta. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like stupid and like <laughs> 20 beef tacos and 20 beef enchiladas why does he like beef so much yeah that's like a whole lot of you'd have like proper meat sweats after that wouldn't you that's like a cow that's <laughs> a whole cow especially if you're having two cheeseburgers as well that's a that's a that's a whole cow but i mean that's entire cow. cholesterol this is the last one and I chose him specifically because I thought it was a brilliant place to end. Odell Barnes. Odell Barnes Jr. was a Texan man convicted of the 1989 murder of Helen Bass. Odell was put to death in 2001 by lethal injection. Odell's request for his last meal was justice, equality and world peace. Was he going for Miss World? <laughs> was that his last kind of... That that was his. That's what he requested when they asked what he'd want for his special meal. And did they give it to him? Because I reckon he could do that for less than forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did. I couldn't actually find what he did have. I don't think he had a meal. Because I mean, if you ask someone what they want and they tell you that, you're not going to be like, "Oh, okay, have a steak instead." Like you can't compare steak and. Justice, equality, and world peace, really, can you? No, they're slightly different things. They're not. So that's where I thought was a good place to end on them. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bit ones, but I think that was the most mental. It's like he had been trained in a Miss World and they went, right, when they ask, what do you want for your last minute? And he listed off this thing and they were like, no, world peace. <laughs> what's your ideal date april 24th oh 25th shit no 
Connor. Uh, it's, it's April 24th. Oh, God. Right first time. I doubted myself. Why did you doubt yourself? You need to believe in yourself, especially when it comes to Miss Congeniality. <laughs> so, who wants to start us off with the meal? Ellie does. I can see it in her eyes. Does she? Okay. <clears throat> so, I had a long think about this. Um, and I've been asking everyone, like, oh, what would your last meal be? What would your last meal be? What would you? And everyone's like, I don't know. And um, but I asked. So uh, my brother's fiance is quite heavily pregnant at the moment, and I saw her the other day, and I was like, oh, so um, Scarlett, what would you have for your last meal? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, first thing that comes to your head, and she just looked at me. She was like, what's it? Um, <laughs> so. That wasn't very helpful. Um, but yes, yeah, so my I'd have fried calamari as my starter. Mm. What because, kind of like are you having like a dipping sauce with that? Yeah, I'd have aioli with it. Mm. What? Sorry. You're not what? Of the aioli or the calamari? It's more the aioli. Really? I'm a pure calamari fan. I, like I mean, aioli. feel like I actually feel hurt. My personality feels hurt that you don't like aioli. <laughs> I didn't say I don't like aioli. I just said that I like aioli. I know what you mean. Like, I do like calamari, like, just on its own, but it's really good with that extra bit, especially, like, the proper homemade, like, all just, yeah, delicious. Have you, then, nice. had the calamari in Miller and Carter? Because it comes no. with black garlic aioli. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. 10 out of 10. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'd have to start. And then I'd have a big bowl of mussels in white wine sauce with, like, crusty bread and, like, triple-cooked, like, chips. But, you know, like, the big, chunky chips. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about it and like originally I was like, mm, I'd probably have a pizza because you both know I love a pizza. But I was talking to my mum about this and she reminded me when I was like, I don't know, eight or something. We went on holiday and um, we were in like I don't know, rural France or something. And they uh, she was like, order obviously whatever you want. And I was like, oh, mussels. So I knew I liked mussels. And it arrived and the plate was like, what? it was bigger than me it was huge and she was like you don't have to eat all that and I was like fuck you I'm gonna eat it all um and I think I weighed probably double by the end of that meal because it was just giant see we all know I'm not a fan of seafood so I've like got a but I know how much of a fan you are so I can like respectfully disagree on this one I just, I just like how much you've democratized your last meal. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I thought I could have a last meal, so I asked everyone I knew what they would have and what they what think they I should have. have. You wouldn't have this chance in prison. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to like ask everyone because it was really hard for me to pick. So I was like, if I ask people, they might like say something, and it might trigger something in my brain that's going to make me go, ah, yes. Um, and then for my dessert, I would have the Halo peanut butter 
ice cream. Because <laughs> it's amazing. It's super, super delicious. And if they'd let me have, I would also have a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc because you got to be, you got to have wine if you're going to die. You might yeah, as well. Yeah, the yeah. worst they can say is no and then kill you. <laughs> right i'll go next because i guess molly's is gonna be a massive fuck off order mine's gonna be a big old list <laughs> so i decided to start it would have to be like proper fresh perfectly crisp fresh vegetable bruschetta Ooh. i just love a bruschetta I've not had it in a long time, and I guess if I go to prison tomorrow, I won't have it for an even longer time. <laughs> that was kind of important in deciding. And then for my main, it would be kangaroo steak. Ooh. And I'd have, on top of that, a blue cheese sauce. And chunky chips on the side, obviously, but also I'd have three different sides. One of which would just be chips in like a peri-peri like the powder peri-peri stuff like super spicy and then I'd have a bowl of sweet potato fries and I'd have a bowl of what I had in I think it was walkabout once actually they did it for the football it was the only vegetarian side they had on the menu at the time uh, it was blue cheese and jalapeno fries oh now I went with 20 big football lads, all my dad's mates, and I was the only one who could eat it. Why? Because it was hot? Yeah, because it was spicy. They were crying. <laughs> so, yeah, I had like 20 pint, one of those 20 pint like uh, towers and a bowl of jalapeno and blue cheese fries to myself. It was great. That sounds good. Yeah. And then my dessert keep it simple I say keep it simple, there were three I couldn't decide between them yesterday so I would have sticky toffee pudding and treacle pudding both with custard and I would have rhubarb and apple crumble with a massive dollop of vanilla ice cream on top Custard, hot or cold? Hot On both? Yes Mm. Cold custard is never an option in my eyes I like cold custard when it's on something hot. See, I, that's why I always I love having like a steaming hot crumble with like ice cream. I love that. Oh, and that uh, custard. I like, I like the steam, like absolutely piping hot dessert mm. with cold custard because it kind of like mm. balances it out for me. No, for me, it's all it's all got to be it's got to be something that like warms me in winter. All of it. You just you you cook the dessert, pour the custard over, pour the custard over, and chuck them both in the microwave together. That feels too. That feels too hot. Also, custard is gross. So you don't like custard. I really hate custard. Do you like custard slice? I wouldn't choose a custard slice. Mm, they're delicious. Weirdest, quite nice thing I ever had was on the Doctor Who 50th anniversary special. <laughs> we, I had a friend come over and we had the fish fingers and custard. Oh, did you? Yeah, which I thought was going to be gross. I thought it was going to be like 
to mention it again, Bush Tucker trial style, like we were both going to go, oh, no, that. And we ate it. We were like, actually, <laughs> that's not half bad. No, I can, I can imagine that being quite nice. It was a strange taste combo. I guess I'd add that to my last meal as well, because why not? If you're going to die, <laughs> have something. Ri- if you're going to die, have something podcast worthy. Have something that in 10 years time, there's another going to be a bunch of three people and they go, oh, this murderer, actually, he was in a podcast once. And this is funny. <laughs> right, Mal, hit us with your meal. I'm going to have a steak. I want it medium rare and I want a little peppercorn sauce. But not the peppercorn sauce that has like the big peppercorn, like the whole peppercorns in it, the ones that are crushed. I have a pizza, a spicy one. Any particular spicy pizza? We're going to throw on some pepperoni some onions peppers sweet corn jalapenos chili flakes that that is the pizza i'm also gonna have a burger with all the trimmings i'm talking like bacon cheese the salad onion rings every gherkin even i'll even have a gherkin for the special occasion nice and then i appreciate that to my sides and my sides are going to be mac and cheese because I just oh, I just love mac and cheese but I want the mac and cheese with like the breadcrumbs on the top like proper mac and cheese not one you make in just like a cheese little saucepan no triple cooked chips like you were talking about Elle the fat ones yeah we all know which ones we're talking about when you said it I was like she knows because this are mine as well <laughs> And I'm also gonna have cauliflower cheese. Oh, yeah, mm. I love cauliflower cheese. So that was kind of like my main and start, main and starter and sides because I don't really. So now is the dessert, <laughs> and we all know that I'm not a sweet tooth. So we're gonna start off with a nice traditional cheese board. Lovely. Would you do mm. cheese board like with all the trimming, so with the chutneys and? And the grapes and the crackers and the mm-hmm, yes. Yay. <laughs> then, does anyone remember when Philadelphia collabed with Cadbury's and they split yes. Philadelphia? Yes. I have dreams about it. I literally <laughs> have dreams about it. I love it. So I'm going to have a baguette with that and just do some good dip in action. I'd make them bring it back from the dead because if this is my last meal, it's they can do it. And then to finish off, we're having, I once had a Twix cheesecake and mm. it's like the crumbly base and then the cheese and then on top was like massive lumps of soft caramel and then there was like actual Twix crumbled up on the top and oh, yeah. That sounds weird. When I read it to Jack earlier, he was like, cheese much? Because I have mac and cheese, cauliflower cheese, cheese board, cheesecake, Philadelphia. But we all know that's my favourite food group. The best meal I ever had was at um, Cozy Club, where I had a um, I had baked camembert to start. 
Oh. I had a halloumi and winter vegetable pie for main and a cheese board for dessert. <clears throat> I did not need variation. I needed cheese. Sometimes all you need is cheese. I, often... I love that Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I love it. I just, just cheese, just the thought of cheese makes me happy. Mm. There's nothing, I stand by, there's nothing that you could add cheese to that would make it worse. I can see you both thinking now, but there's not. There's no, like, savoury meal. Obviously, like, not like a coffee, but there's no savoury meal that you could add cheese to and it would be worse. Not at all. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, though, when I think of savoury meals in my head, all of them already include cheese because that's the <laughs> way my brain works. <laughs> Only think of cheese meals. Yeah. <laughs> the other day I made um, wraps and I was eating it and I was like, shit, I forgot to grate the cheese. What do I do with my life now? What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean? I made wraps. Yeah. And I just like was eating them and I was like, but there's something missing and I'd completely forgotten to grate cheese. And A modern day travesty. I had four different kinds of cheese in the fridge. Just oh, waiting. No, I sound sarcastic, but that genuinely nah. hurt my heart. It really hurt me. I was going to put all four kinds in as well. Oh. <laughs> what else was in the wraps? Chicken, peppers, onions. I'd marinated the chicken in hot Nando's Peri Peri sauce first. It's a fajita. Same thing, isn't it? No, no, it's not the same thing at all. Yeah. They were fajita wraps. Oh, that's even worse. I know. You really let yourself down there, Connor. I know. I was. It's all down, to be honest. Especially when you knew we were doing a food week. I know. Goodness sake. Next well, time. After all that judgment. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Let's end on a positive note this week for once. Oh, well, it's been a couple of positive weeks since my... Uh, Joke corner. Have you got one? Because I got one too. If you don't, I have. But you can do yours if you want. Go on, you do yours, and I'll do mine. We'll have two jokes for our tenth episode. Special. <laughs> do you want to go first, Con? Yeah, mine is mine is going to be even worse than your bad jokes. So shall I go first then? Go on. Yeah, we'll end on a bad, bad joke. Why aren't koalas actual bears? I don't know. Because they don't have the qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a story behind this because I learned this joke months ago and I rang them specifically to tell her the joke. And we had a whole like half an hour call. And then she's like, right, I've got to go now. And I was like, no, 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 I've got to tell you why I called. And she said, okay, why? And I said, why aren't koalas actual bears? And she went, because they're marsupials. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh well, thanks, Kate. Thanks. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a good animal joke, and you ruined it. <laughs> and I felt really bad. So I went into work and I was speaking to my manager, and I was like, Rod, why aren't koalas actual bears? And he was like, because they're marsupials. <laughs> I just wanted to cry because I hadn't told anyone the joke, and everyone was throwing around the marsupial card. And I felt oh. so stupid, so I'm glad you both didn't do that on me. <laughs> Connor, 
hit us with your joke. What do you call it when someone attempts murder whilst camping? Attempted Crim- suicide. Oh, that's so close. Oh, go on. <laughs> Criminal intent. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the my thing. I think that's why I like Christmas so much. Yes. Just riffing up from the crackers and be like, I don't want the toys. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing up the crowns. Grabbing one of the card like, set. A, a fucking riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I always get so annoyed when you open them and they're like, fun facts. You're like, where is my joke? Or a poem. Oh, yeah. Or a poem. Classy crackers. Home (laughs) sensey. Right, so uh, thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your consistent feedback and interaction on social media. And next week, we'll probably be back to our usual unless we find a really fun thing and then we'll have a special 11th episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, it has. Every week, we'll be like, oh, we made it this far, so let's make it an anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we will see you next Thursday. Bye. 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 I Could Murder a Cocktail is an independent podcast produced by Ellie Layden, Molly Dacey and Connor Hall, researched by Ellie Layden and Molly Dacey and edited by Connor Hall.